Well, hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. It's the week of March 29th, and we're here to bring you news, insights, and trends from Justin Mays, our market expert. Mays, it is always great to be with you. What's going on? Hey, Jenny. Great to be back with you as well this week to talk more on the freight markets as we start shifting gears and drive out of Q1. Which Q1 definitely had its slow start, but where do we stand now and what are we seeing relative to the week ahead? If you're looking for volatility, you really have to stick with the March Madness and that NCAA. Everyone's March Madness bracket is probably broken at this point with all the upsets, but you're not going to find much volatility in the freight market over the last seven to 10 days. But if you want, you can join Transfix's shipper and carrier brackets and have a little fun as well. That's right, it is Freight Madness here at Transfix. You can check the link in the comments to enter your bracket predictions. There's one for shippers and there's one for carriers. Uh, but Maze, let me know, have there been any upsets now that we're talking about the game of freight? That's right, Jenny, there's no upsets from what we predicted last week with the freight markets. Last week, we averaged about $1.60 per mile line haul as the national average rate. That's not much movement from the prior week at $1.67. Yes, we saw some up and down, but the last week average was $1.68. So as I stated before, there really hasn't been much volatility. And this kind of data is what sparks the conversation that then brings us to, is the industry going back to pre-pandemic levels? What say you, Maze? Well, Jenny, it looks like we're starting to fall back into a similar market that we drove through in 2019. In fact, parts of March of 2019 had higher volumes than we just witnessed this month. If this is the case, we are likely to see volume over the next two months start declining, reflecting more seasonal patterns that we saw prior to the pandemic. So then do you think this is what's gonna drive rates up for carriers? Actually, I don't think, Jenny, that this is gonna force rates to continue to drive downward. I still believe that we are relatively close to the bottoming of spot markets in a few regions with other regions still have room to move down. We are still seeing some tightness in produce regions such as the South along the border in Texas and parts of Southern Florida. So that must mean that there are other external factors that are affecting the industry at the moment. Maze, I know you've got your pulse on what's going on in the headlines. Let's hear what you're most concerned about. A few things that catch my eye are headlines on mergers and carrier season operations. These are becoming more prominent. We potentially are witnessing the largest merger in, in U.S. trucking history. And at the same time, we're continuing to see articles pop up of midsize and large carriers season operations and going out of business. Ultimately, this could start swaying the supply and demand balance. Now, I am not saying that we are anywhere near a market of volatility, but I do believe this is going to start bringing some balance to the rates and show signs of the market bottoming out on rate per mile. Which will definitely help with carriers so they can continue to run more profitably at this point. Now, yes, large asset carriers have the advantage to just needing freight for their backhauls, which they are willing to go down to rock bottom rates. Right, and what will inevitably happen is that rates will stay flat if supply continues to leave the market. But Mays, I know you're not worried about that. I know that you think that you know, the, the supply is actually pretty great right now and market might be even considered to be loose. That said, I know that we have a diesel update. Why don't we talk about that? Always important to call out for all the truck drivers out there. There is a benefit that we have been seeing not only for carriers, but shippers as well. And that is the declining of diesel fuel. We are now at eight straight weeks 
of the national average diesel price per gallon declining. And we're moving in the right direction in terms of helping carriers maintain their expenses, but I know that we've got a ways to go when it comes to uh, line haul rates, which we'll continue to keep everyone updated. That said, you know what it's time for, our regional breakdown. Where are we starting, Maze? I'm gonna start this week by just calling out the main points that carriers and shippers should take in. Number one, the Northeast is seeing the largest decline in rates over the past seven to 10 days. This comes as loosening capacity and outbound volume falls. On the opposite side, the South region, particularly Texas, is continuing to see some tightness, most likely caused by an increase of volume brought on by produce. And we're likely gonna see an uptick in Southern produce freight as the weeks go by. One thing I wanna to draw to everyone's attention is the Southeast. Now, I continue to say produce season has been tightening the state of Florida, but to my surprise, Central and Northern Florida actually saw some loosening over the past seven days. But South Florida, especially the Miami market, has continued to see some tightness with increasing rates. Out West, we are still seeing fallen markets coming off of some inclement weather for the last couple weeks. And why don't we call out the Gulf region, Mays? The Gulf states, as I'm sure everyone knows, has gone through some extremely severe weather the past couple of days and our thoughts and prayers are with everyone impacted. And in terms of freight market, these states are gonna become very tight, inbound and outbound. Drivers are not gonna to wanna to go out there or leave there without a premium. And we will likely see more freight go in and out of these markets as recovery efforts get on their way. And we know this is gonna be more of a temporary situation as those relief efforts are underway. Um, and our thoughts are with everyone who has been affected by that. But Mays, why don't we go a little deeper into these regions? As I called out, the Northeast has continued to loosen, to be honest, past my expectations. The largest market, such as Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and Elizabeth, New Jersey, is seeing the greatest loosening. Now, just taking one lane in particular, North Jersey to just about anywhere in Florida, we have seen rates drop close to 12% in just the last 30 days, showing that how loose the Northeast is getting. Now, Florida is definitely a destiny that carriers want to go to, so it is putting the bad with the good which makes it an ideal lane for a shipper to get the lowest rate possible. All right, and what about the Midwest? We have still seen somewhat of a stubborn Midwest. Rates are decreasing as capacity loosens. Weather hopefully looks like it will be in the clear. I know we had some snow last week, but hopefully we continue to see beautiful weather out in the Midwest. And I really anticipate rates and capacity in the larger markets to start showing more of a decline. All right, and why don't we zoom into the coastal region? Anywhere freight is going out of the coastal region, we are seeing declines though. Even going out west, which has been very unideal for most carriers, particularly in the coastal region, we are seeing rates continue to decline. And are there any other areas in the southeast that we should be calling out or zooming into at this point? Georgia is seeing easing. Atlanta has become the largest market by outbound volume again last week, but even with the increased volumes, we are still seeing rates continue their downward trend. Okay, and why don't we shift on down to the south? It's no mystery that we are seeing tightening, um, not only caused by inclement weather, but also just tightening along the border. From now, Paso Market to Laredo to Corpus Christi, we are seeing tightening just about everywhere in Southern Texas, which is starting to leak over to Houston and the Dallas-Fort Worth markets. And what about the west? Weather is starting to get clearer. Now, there is still some snow in parts of Utah and Colorado, but 
Overall, weather is getting much better out there, and we are seeing these rates continue their downward path. Now, Maze, we are obviously in Q2 at this point. Do you have any predictions on what we could possibly see in the truckload sector over the next couple of months and any, any things that we should be looking out for? I know rail is, is top of mind, but where do you stand? Well, Jenny, it's a great question. If you look over at different modes of transportation like the rail, we are seeing a lot of new contracts go into place with shippers, with renegotiated rates, which is bringing down the rates on the rail. Now, this is due to extremely similar conditions to the truckload side. Lower demand yields lower rates. And it could eventually leak over to the truckload side of the market by shifting more longer haul freight to the rail. But I don't think it's gonna have too much of an impact as truckload rates are still at very low levels compared to the last few years. Always appreciate your insights, Maze, and I know we don't have many updates on the import sector. You know, imports are really at the same levels that we saw over the last couple of weeks. Should we see an uptick in that, we'll, we'll definitely keep everyone noted. Until then, Maze, it's always a pleasure. Well, Jenny, as always, great talking to you this week. I hope everyone out there jumps onto the Transfix LinkedIn page and fills out their carrier and shipper brackets. And let's see if we can create just as much buzz and volatility as the NCAA brackets did in March. Until then, everyone, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix, Inc., nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.